Hello, my friends. Welcome once again to the Deeper Daily Podcast for the 27th day of June. I am Paul White. Thank you for being with me. We are in 1 Timothy chapter 6. I'm at a passage of Scripture today that I find quite fascinating. I want to reread for you 12 and then read for you 13 because, and I know that that has a stopping in the middle of a sentence in 13, but there's something that happens in verse 12 that gets repeated in 13 that if you're not paying attention, you'll just kind of slide over as if it's just another statement. But listen carefully. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life to which you were also called and have confessed the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. I urge you in the sight of God who gives life to all things and before Christ Jesus, who witnessed the good confession before Pontius Pilate. I stopped there. I don't know if you caught it. I'll help. Listen for the phrase, good confession. I'll reread the middle of each verse. You were called and have confessed the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. Christ Jesus witnessed the good confession before Pontius Pilate. So whatever the good confession that Timothy had confessed in verse 12 is the same good confession that Jesus himself said in front of Pontius Pilate. So whatever you think the good confession is in verse 12, like I confess that I'm that I believe in Jesus or I confess positive things or whatever. Whatever you think it is, it must be whatever Jesus said in the to Pontius Pilate. So now, how do we find out what Jesus said to Pontius Pilate? It's actually quite simple because we have the Gospels. And in the Gospels, we have the confrontation between Jesus and Pontius Pilate, which takes place in all four Gospels. Now, for a bit of context, the Gospel of John was most definitely last of the four. Depending on the Bible scholar or historian you speak to, the commentator you read after, you will have various ranges as to when the gospel accounts were put on paper. And those those ranges will be everywhere from, I've read some guys that as early as the early 50s AD, late 40s AD, think that some things begin to be put to paper, like Mark. I've read other scholars that don't think there was a single gospel in print until after the fall of the temple in AD 70. In any case, what is most fascinating is that Matthew, Mark, and Luke all have Jesus saying the same thing in front of Pilate. John is the only one of the four gospels that have Jesus saying something else. So let's start with John because we can almost eliminate him from Paul's psyche in regards to what Jesus says at the the argument with Pilate. John has Jesus saying, You could have no power at all against me unless it's been given to you from above. Therefore, the one who delivered me to you has the greater sin. Okay, this is Jesus saying to Pilate, Listen, you might think you got power over me, but the true power belongs to God. And this also opens us up to the argument about greater sins versus lesser sins. So I'm going to leave this one alone, and I'm going to do it simply because Matthew, Mark, and Luke all say the same thing. 
which kind of lets me in on, or at least causes me to think the following, that in the, the vocabulary of the early church, when they talked about the Jesus story, and they shared stories of those who knew him and walked with him, the first three gospel accounts all have him saying the same thing to Pontius Pilate, which leads me to believe that in their vocabulary, Jesus says the same thing, one thing to Pontius Pilate. And it's this. Pilate asks Jesus, are you the king of the Jews? Matthew and Mark and Luke all have him saying, it is as you say. Even closer in the Greek, you said it, Jesus says. You said it. Now, if that's what Jesus says to Pontius Pilate, and that's all, that Matthew, Mark, and Luke say that Jesus says to Pontius Pilate, then that becomes the only confession Jesus has to Pontius Pilate. And 1 Timothy 6.13 says, I urge you in the sight of God who gives life to all things and before Christ Jesus, who witnessed the good confession before Pontius Pilate. And Paul encourages you to do the same thing. So does that mean that Paul wants you to confess, you said it, and that if you'll just walk around going, you said it, then you'll have exactly what Jesus had. Well, I don't think that's the case, and I think you know better as well. But what Jesus does is that he maintains his identity in the face of opposition. Yes, that's who I am. It doesn't matter what my detractors say about me. It doesn't matter the trial they've put me on. That's who I am. Jesus doesn't defend himself against the accusation. He just confesses who he is. He doesn't argue. He just confesses who he is. And remember, this entire sixth chapter of Timothy is built around this argument that, or not argument, built around this statement that we ought not be the kind of people who fall into these silly arguments and obsessions and, and over words, but rather let ourselves have a good confession. And that good confession that Jesus had to Pilate was, that's who I am. I am what you said I am. I am king. Paul's not encouraging Timothy to walk around calling himself a king, but he is encouraging Timothy to do exactly what Jesus did. Ignore the things that do not speak of your identity. And then when you do open your mouth, speak from your identity. Who am I in Christ? How does God see me? Not how do my enemies see me? Not how does the accusation see me? Not how does the social media world see me? Not how do you see me? How does Christ see me? I have to do this for myself frequently because being in the, the place that we are with digital footprint and we hear back from people who sometimes are so bold and sometimes so mean in their, in their vitriol, in their comments, because they don't have to actually face you face to face. It's just this shot across the bow stuff. And I'm better, way better now than I was a few years ago and immensely better than I would have been than I was 10 years ago. And I wouldn't even have stayed ministry if this was the world probably when I first started, but nearly 30 years ago. But how I maintain it is I have to maintain my confession. Here's who I know I am in God's eyes. I want to encourage you to start to practice the good confession just as Jesus did. And that you keep this commandment without spot blameless until our Lord Jesus Christ's appearing. And that's 
through verse 14. We'll pick up 15 tomorrow. God bless.